the Oakdale Christian Centre podcast. This week, Dave spoke on God's mercy and compassion. The main reading is Ephesians chapter 2. Well, last week we looked at that word hesed, uh, which of course we again defined and uh, looked at God's stubborn strength, steadfastness, love, that covenant love which uh, will not let go. And uh, we took great delight in that, didn't we? That's his character, that's his heart, that's his nature. And uh, just really moving on from that, um, tonight we're going to talk about uh, his mercy, his mercy. Of course, that word said really is, is his motivations, his character, and mercy is the outworking of that, isn't it? It's, it's compassion. Um, and we have, uh, I suppose, a few words in the Old Testament. One uh, is Hesed, we looked at last week, they define it as, as mercy. But this other word, that the main, another main word, uh, it means, uh, it's, the term behind it is of a womb. And, and the compassion and of, of a mother uh, and uh, like a maiden and we get we get that a picture of the mercy mercy the dic- obviously the, dif- the dictionary definition is forbearance compassion shown to an offender or to an enemy with even when you have power to enforce uh, you know the wrath or the the penalty mm-hmm. I remember telling you that story about the, the mother went into Napoleon and said um, I, I've come to appeal to my for my son his son on death row he didn't know what he'd done because in those days didn't have to do a lot to be on death row did you <laughs> if you fell asleep on duty you could be uh, put on anyway she uh, she she went in and she said i don't ask for justice i plead for mercy and napoleon said your son doesn't deserve mercy and uh, the woman said it would not be mercy if he deserved it but that's what i appeal for <laughs> napoleon said i grant it i grant it um, and uh, so mercy is nothing we deserve, is it? In fact, mercy is not getting what we deserved. Isn't it? Mercy and grace—we uh, have that mercy and grace. Our grace is getting what we didn't get in what we didn't earn. Mercy is not getting what we deserved, and we see that outworking of that um, in the Old Testament. We see God's character. Let's read that again. We read it last week. Um, Moses said, "Lord, show me your glory." We need so need to see your glory. Um, and he needed that, didn't he? He was carrying the, we, we sometimes, again, read the Bible and we forget that he was carrying a nation on his shoulders, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And he needed to know God was with him. And he needed to know God, the anointing of God and, and the, the revelation that God was, you know, with him. And he said, Lord, I need to see your glory. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we can say that flippantly, don't we? But remember, God only reveals uh, as much as we, we can cope with and uh, how, how much really we've done with what, what he's already given us, isn't it? You know, so often we say, Lord, and Lord saying, well, I've given you that particular portion. What have you done with that? What have you done with that? Um, Exodus 34. And the Lord descended in the clouds and stood with him there and proclaimed in the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children, and to the third and to the fourth generation. So so the glory of God, the first thing, the Lord is merciful. Remember, he comes, the middle one is abounding in loving, abounding in hesed, but he's also merciful. He, that, that, 
he's moved. We, we, we've done that before. Move with compassion. That's a, another in the New Testament. Another word for mercy. He's moved, didn't he? He has mercy upon us. That's amazing. God has mercy upon us. Listen to these particular way he brings loving kindness hesed and this particular word mercy together uh, in the psalms isaiah you can find him together many times because he's, he's appealing to the character of god and the outworking of his character because he's he's he's, he's committed but he, he the outworking that is up to, to have mercy upon us uh, psalm 25 Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindness, for they are from of all. Do not remember the sins of my youth and all my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me for your goodness sake, O Lord. Remember your mercy and your loving kindness. Bring them together. Lord, remember your character, who you are, your covenant, and remember to work that. And, uh, of course, God doesn't remind, need reminded, does he? <laughs> But he's looking for us to, to remind us who he is. See, uh, I always remember that story of uh, Billy Graham when he, he went down to the docks and um, uh, the, the, the big ship was there and, and they put through the ropes on and when the ropes were on, the ship um, came near the dock. And he said the dock didn't move, did it? No, 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 the ship, by, by anchoring itself to the dock, move towards the ship and it's a bit like prayer he said he said you know uh, god don't move but we anchor we throw our, our, our ropes onto him and we are drawn to him we are drawn his way and we anchored to him um so he's reminding he's reminding himself but of course he's 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 he's, he's using those pictures those words isaiah 54 isaiah 54 7 to 8 again bringing those two things together for a small moment have i forsaken thee but with great mercies will i gather thee in a little wrath I hid my face from thee for the moment, but when everlasting kindness will I have a mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. Loving kindness and mercy. I did, this is what I did, my wrath was outpoured, because remember, he's, he's still a God of justice, but his mercy flowed over, and his mercy came when he saw. Um, sometimes we, we, we ask those questions, why, why difficulties, why problems, why, uh, you know what, let's be honest, sometimes that's the only way the Lord can get people's attention, isn't it? Mm. By, by difficulties, mm. by, you know, uh, some people who are far from the Lord, he, he's got to bring them to the end of themselves sometimes to think, where do I turn? And uh, uh, we, again, we need to be there to, with the word of the Lord. So his mercy, his mercy, his mercy is the outworking of his covenant love, his steadfast love. And it's like a tender, we call it the tender mercies, don't we? And we see that um, in parents, but we certainly see it in a mother, don't we? Uh, not so, um, sometimes in a father, but not so much. Um, if you're looking for me, the kids used to come for mercy for me, get up and get on with it, didn't they? That was our dad's dear, if you fell over, come on, rub it down, get up. Um, although our mom would say, come here, let me put a bit of TCP on it, which I know which is the worst today. Yeah, let me clean it down. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember falling off the bike, bike and grazing my leg and our mom putting TCP on it? Ooh. <laughs> it in the roof. Uh, but it was good for me. <laughs> so I was told. So I was told. Yeah. Amen. God's mercy. God's mercy, not only we just read, God is rich in mercy. Oh, bless the Lord, isn't it? It just hasn't got a little bit of mercy. He's rich in mercy, but his mercy is always very great. It's awesome. It's abundant. Psalm 69. Hear me, O Lord, for your loving kindness is good. Turn to me according to the multitude of your tender mercies. And do not hide your face from your servant, for I am in trouble. Hear me speedily. 
Yes. <laughs> Lord, I'm in trouble. You hear me speedily. Lord, answer me from your loving kindness. Your loving kindness is good. But the greatness of your mercy, hear me. Yeah, hear me out of your mercy, Lord. Uh, Psalm 119, 156. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they seek not thy statutes. Great are thy tender mercies, O Lord, quicken thee according to thy judgments. Great are your tender mercies. They are awesome. I love the uh, one of the epitaphs on John Newton's. Uh, I don't know whether it, probably this wouldn't be on his grave. I wouldn't have thought it was too, too much. Uh, but he may have wrote it himself. John Newton, uh, Clark, once an infidel and libertine, a servant of slaves in Africa, was by the rich mercy of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, preserved, restored, pardoned, and appointed to preach the faith he had long laboured to destroy. <laughs> mercy of the Lord. We are here because of the mercy of the Lord. He's not just called the great in mercy. Uh, Paul says he's the father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Uh, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. No great in mercy. He's the Father of mercy. He's the originator. He's the upholder of mercy. Mercy. Um, we can never, ever accuse him of not being merciful, can we? Never, ever, ever. You know, if he didn't give us any more opportunities, we would still have nothing to say. Because the Bible says it's very clear before us, it's open and ready before us. Romans 1, the creation declares his greatness, his power, his glory, his character. So men are without excuse. You know, someone, he always say, what if they've never heard about the gospel? You remember people, well, it's not so, so true anymore because the gospel is getting everywhere. Uh, through everything, isn't it amazing? If you've seen those, you know, you go, you look at even in those townships, everyone's got a satellite TV. You notice that? Mm. Everyone's got a phone, and they you know it's in everyone, but you, you know, got a phone. So we 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 are linked, and the word of God's going out through the internet. The word of God is going out through satellite TV. Do you know, if it didn't, it's written on our hearts, isn't it? The Creator God, our conscience declares declares there's a great God. His mercy is awesome. You see, we are lost and helpless without His mercy. Salvation is dependent upon the mercy of God, not getting what we deserved, not getting what we deserved. David understood that in the Old Testament, calling on God for mercy many times when he sinned. Um, let's read one of them, 2 Samuel 24. So God went to David and said to him, shall they, shall they come on you three years of famine in your land, or three months of fleeing from your enemies while they pursue you or three days of plague in your land now then think it over and decide how I should answer the one who sent me David said to God I am in deep distress let us fall into the hands of the Lord for his mercy is great but do not let me fall into human hands he understood, didn't he? Lord, let me fall into your hands because your mercy is great. Your mercy, Lord, I fall into your hands. Uh, we are lost and helpless without him. Romans 9, 14 to 16. What then shall we say? Is God unjust? Not at all. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy. And I will have compassion 
on whom I have compassion. It does not, therefore, depend on a man's desire or effort, but on God's mercy. We are absolutely dependent upon his mercy. <laughs> and that's why we, we take great delight in saying he is great in mercy, he is rich in mercy, yeah. he is full of mercy. And without it, as he said, nothing to do with us, our desire, not a help at all. It's based on his mercy. Titus, Titus 3, 3 to 7. At one time we too were foolish, disobedient, mm -hmm. deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. Mm -hmm. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hated one another. But when the kindness of and love of God our Saviour appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Saviour, so that, having been justified by his grace, we might become his, having the hope of eternal life. It's worth, worth remembering those words, isn't it, Pramta, to, to note that just declares what fantastic salvation. This is what we were. Foolish, slanderous, he goes through a few things, lost in ourselves, caught up with ourselves, but because of his mercy. Not because of our righteous deeds, he didn't save us through those, but because of his mercy. His mercy. Of course, we also in the New Testament, again, we have a split of the words really. We have just a basic word, outward manifestation of pity. That's the main word. Uh, answering assumes the need of a receiver and adequate resources to meet the need. Pity and compassion for the ills and that other one we sometimes use which really is moved with compassion again that that we talk about Jesus he was moved with compassion mm -hmm. talks about they thought that that um, that emotion came from the innards the the uh, the, the in internal organs that's what they thought so that's the where the word is the the, the, the move, I shouldn't say movement of bowels but it's all the internal <laughs> organs in it the movement yeah you know when you moved inwardly that's what it was so we have all those particular words, but this general word for mercy, pity, compassion, though that is what the Lord is, and that's what the Lord bestows upon us. 1 Peter 1. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and to an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fail or fade, kept in heaven for you. There we are. Great mercy. Great mercy poured out onto us for our salvation. And uh, we had David's testimony. He knew, he understood that without the mercy of the Lord, he was finished. But he understood God's mercy. And we, we see David, he was a man after God's heart. Why? Because he straight away appealed to the Lord, didn't he? Didn't justify sin. Didn't, didn't over, overlook it. He said, I have sinned. I, I, and I guess before the Lord appeals to the mercy of the Lord. Um, Tim, uh, Paul as well, talking to Timothy in his latter years, again, described his testimony and the mercy of God. 1 Timothy uh, 1, 12-14. And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who hath enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious, but I obtained mercy, because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. 
and the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. So we see this Paul's testimony again, isn't it? I received mercy, and that with that mercy came the abundant grace flowing on it to raise me to, to minister for you. Mercy of God, um, undeserving, of course, he said he was ignorant, but of course we always remember ignorance is never innocence, is there? Um, it is not innocence, but he was ignorant. Um, uh, but the mercy of God flowed on me. See, the mercy of God is the greatest motivation to turn to the Lord, isn't it? Uh, Romans 2 said, it's your kindness and forbearance that leads us to repentance. When we see what the Lord is, when we see what he's done, it, it, it moves our heart. Joel says, rend your hearts, not your garments. Return to the Lord. Why do we return? Because he's merciful and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. That's why we turn to him. When um, Paul takes 11 chapters to explain the salvation, sin, and its grip on us and the release from sin by the Holy Spirit in us. Uh, he comes to chapter 12 and he says, right, what's, what's the, what's, what, how do we sum this up? He says, therefore, my brothers, in view of God's mercies, by the mercies of God, present your bodies living sacrifice. See, our surrender is based on what? The mercy of God. That we can surrender to him is because of his mercy. And because of his mercy, we surrender. It, it, it works both ways, isn't it? That, we, that God allows us to give ourselves to him is because of his mercy, because he doesn't need us, of course. But he loves us because he created us. But because when we understand the mercy of God, we say, Lord, why? I give you my life. And I'm saying day by day, Lord, Forgive me when I'm easily distracted and everything catches my attention. I'm, my attention is drawn from you and your work and, and the people who are lost around me. When I, if we understand the mercy of God upon us, it drives us, doesn't it? Drive us. Um, I was just reading, uh, uh, it was David Livingstone. Uh, <laughs> again, someone amazing, really, will give up, give up everything for the Lord. He said, after witnessing to a band of people, uh, in, in the, obviously in Africa now, that had murdered some foreigners. Obviously the foreigners went in, they didn't know who they were, did they? Mm. And uh, you don't know the history because we went in sometimes, or not necessarily we, but with guns and then, so they, <laughs> they murdered them. So David Livingstone wrote this, I had more than an ordinary pleasure in telling these murderers of the precious blood which cleanses away from all sin. I bless God that he has conferred on one so worthless the distinguished privilege and honour of being the first messenger of mercy that ever trod these regions. That's wonderful. See, see God uses people like that. He, he, he was a, such a capable man, but he was surrendered to the Lord. He said, Lord, you use me to take mercy of the Lord to these people. First time they've heard it, and I, I give you praise, Lord. I was the first one to trod these places. Uh, they do say, I don't know how, how true it is, but he had very little converts when he went there. Handfuls, they say. Um, uh, and all the, the time he spent. But um, I love what uh, Bonky says. He says, you know, we are reaping what some of these men, we're living stone as sown, he said. What is it? The blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church, they said, don't they? And uh, he said, you know, they sowed. And I mean, Africa, you read some of the countries, we, we, read, we pray some mornings. North Africa is quite bleak. But some of the other African countries, 
60, 70% saved. Yeah. Yeah, obviously that encompasses lots of things, but you know, the Lord has is, is moved, isn't it? We used to call it the dark continent. Let me say there's more saved there than in Europe. We're the dark continent now. Um, but the mercy of God, the mercy of God, it gripped him so he could take it to those around. Uh, the mercy of God. This is, this is what causes us to turn to him. This is what causes us to uh, surrender to him. And this is our only plea. This is our, when we pray, um, we are to pray for mercy. <laughs> what else are we praying for? Daniel, Daniel 9. Now, O God, hear the prayers and petitions of your servant. For your sake, Lord, look with favour on your desolate sanctuary. Give ear, O God, our God, and hear. Open your eyes and see the desolation of the city that bears your name. We do not make requests of you because we are righteous, but because of your great mercy. Lord, listen. Lord, forgive. Lord, hear the, and act. For your sake, my God, do not delay, because your city and your people bear your name. Daniel said, what do we come and appeal, appeal for? Because we've been good, because we've done this, we've done that. He said, there's nothing. We appeal because of your great mercy. That is our only plea. You go right through the New Testament with Jesus, and what, is, what was their plea? Most of those people saying, Lord, have mercy. Have mercy upon me. Uh, let's read one, one of my favorites, uh, Mark 10. No, they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Tibius, sat by the road begging. When he heard it was Jesus in Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many warned him to be quiet. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. Jesus stopped. And let me just say, when we call on God for his mercy, you will get his ear, you get his ear. Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. I love it because uh, he is, uh, the, the particular, if you read the context, he's really giving it stick. He's screaming, shouting. And the crowd is saying, shut up. You can see him putting the boot into him, can't he? He's, he's lying there. And they get up. Who are you talking to? He's not interested in you, isn't he? He's coming for. And uh, but thankfully, the Lord, I love it. The Lord stopped, and he said, "Come, come." Um, that is our cry. That is our plea. That is our praise. Uh, Romans fifteen says, "Gentiles will glorify God because of His mercy." Um, that particular verse in two Corinthians one uh, it says, "Just before, blessed be the Lord." That's a great, we praise him. We pray. If that doesn't cause us to praise the Lord, I don't know what will. He has mercy upon us. Again, sometimes, uh, what did he say to the uh, Church of Revelation, uh, to the, the, in, if the Church of Ephesians, Ephesus, remember from where you've come. Remember from where you've fallen. Uh, you can take a lot of ways, but ultimately remember where God has taken us from. Uh, that's why Paul said, this is what I was. This is what I was. But now this is what I am because of the mercy of the Lord. Titus says the same thing. This is what we were, and that caused us to praise Him. It's our prayer, but you know what? It's something we need on a daily basis. 
that combined mercy and grace uh, from the Lord. Hebrews 4, 15, 16. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to emphasize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Receive mercy and grace. We are we coming before the throne of grace to receive that mercy and we to receive. We need that day by day again to keep us keep us close to him, to keep reminding us. It's nothing to do with us. It's all to do with him. And that keeps us uh, with our eyes on him, dependent upon him. Keeps the eye out of me. Because, you know, we are pretty quick and we... Eyes rising up sometimes in us. And, you know, I, I... But that when we realize his own mercy, we come in for the great... To receive mercy, he reminds us how great God is. Not just our prayer, we to receive it. It's our praise. It's what causes us to surrender. It causes us to repent. But also, the Bible says, be givers of mercy. Be givers of mercy. Now, of course, if you read, we've done that before in, in Romans 12, you see the seven motivational gifts that put into us. And one is givers of mercy. So there are people who love to give mercy. I am not necessarily one of those. Um, uh, but of course we need those don't we give mercy now again there's always that's why we, there's a balance right through because uh, if you just have the if the prophet you'll be in, knocked in next week many many times if you have mercy alone you'll have never any shape because the mercy says oh don't worry come on come on come on but you need you need some of that but you also need a bit of teaching saying well no we're sorry you went that way but no let's show you now there's a better way you don't need to go that way again let's show you instead of going down there and messing up stop there now and put these into place. Um, the prophet, of course, sees that, and there's those seven, but mercy gifts. But all of us, because we receive mercy, can impart mercy to those around us. Um, Colossians says, clothe yourself with mercy. Uh, Philippians 2, verse 1 says, anyone with mercy and compassion, uh, because we are one with him, because he is merciful, we can impart mercy to those around. Um, Good Samaritan, he says he had mercy on him, which is his neighbor. Who was, who was the neighbor, the man who had mercy? Of course, that particular was moved with compassion. Jesus, uh, Jesus' word, move, we can be moved with compassion. See, when we receive the mercy of God, that's why if we are receiving it day by day, we can impart it to those around us. Um, sometimes we can, you know, I can be anyway, quite, you know, you look at somebody and say, oh, get on with it, isn't it? Sometimes, and, and let me just say, we'll read Jude in a minute. Some people sometimes need that. But again, it's knowing God. But ultimately, God is merciful, isn't he? To impart mercy. Jude, Jude, our last, Jude 22, 23. Be merciful to those who doubt. Snatch others from the fire and save them. To others show mercy mixed with fear. Hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. So there's the balance, isn't it? So those who are doubting, mercy on them. Mercy, come around them. Lord, show them that compassion. Others, he said, you need to snatch them, don't you? Snatch them like brands out of the fire. Some need a real good shake. 
um, uh, <laughs> and and that's so. But that's knowing God's heart, isn't it? Being before the throne, grace and mercy, re- receiving that and imparting that. But ultimately, God is merciful to us. He shows compassion, pity, and he, he you know, even when undeserving, didn't get what we deserved. And that causes us to praise him. That says, Lord, if that's who you are, that's what you've done for us, present your body's living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to him. Bless the Lord. We have a good God. And that uh, causes us to rise up and follow him and serve him and impart that to others. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. To find out more about our church, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org.